right, forgot to shave. <laughs> All right, it looks like we are live. Welcome. Hello, everybody. Uh, yes, special edition of Show Me the Money. Um, something that's very important. We kind of touched upon this a little bit uh, in our last previous episode, uh, talking about driver safety, especially with one of those videos that came out of uh, Nevada. Right, Nevada? I don't know. Yep. There's, there's so many unfortunate reports that we keep seeing on the news and stuff. So, um, yeah, we have a little bit of a pretty big safety report coming out from Uber. Uh, they do this every two years. So this is the 2019-2020 safety report that they um, are or have just released. Uh, so we're going to kind of break down some of the numbers here. Um, but, uh, yeah. So yeah. what's going on, Sergio? How you doing? Good. How are you? Hello, everybody. Um, not sure how many of you are watching, but uh, this is news that we really had to get to right away just for the fact that safety has become a really really important issue for drivers because honestly chris i don't know has i mean it's to me it seems like every day there is a report of a carjacking or stabbing or shooting or beating of a driver i think the numbers are on the rise do you agree i think they are i mean or unless the media is just picking on bad news and they were there before but they weren't paying attention yeah you know i kind of i gotta kind of go both sides on that uh, kind of uh -huh. like down the center i think that they're becoming more um known and i think being in you know talking about the news talking about what's going on in the world when it comes to uber lyft and these uh -huh. other places um these other apps and that uh, i think you you take notice of that more like people are sending you stories um that's local so even even like local stations in you know st st louis or yeah. Um, you know, in, in Nevada that you might not see normally, I think you're just seeing more so because of being in uh, this particular field. Um, so I think that there's always been problems, but with the pandemic, with, you know, people with inflation now, with people hurting and, and, you know, just some, you know, true mental illness out there and only has been exasperated by, yeah. you know, the pandemic, the lockdowns, uh, and then going on with inflation and just, you know, the the last couple of years of outlook has been very, very poor. Um, and I think it, desperate people do desperate things and make stupid decisions. And this is what you're seeing from it. So, um, yeah. yeah, a couple of things when it comes down to uh, just in general, when it comes to, to the safety report. Again, we're not we're looking at 2020. So that's the beginning of pa the pandemic. Yeah. You know, it's not the year in. Um, so I think 2021 was more so of the rise in carjackings yeah. uh from what i remember seeing when it came to uh or october 2020 is really when it started in like chicago uh minneapolis when when they were pulling numbers and stuff like that um yeah. so i think uh you're gonna see that in the following report in two years so it's gonna take another two years to see um the full aspect of what's going on right now um so unfortunately these things take forever to load but uh yeah basically uh it, it's it's a problem and, you know, some of the stuff that they say that we're going to go over in just a moment when it comes to this website um, that we're going to show you in just a moment. Uh, basically, it's, you know, we're going to have to go above and beyond when it comes to safety for both drivers and riders. Um, I so, I, I mean, yeah. you, you want it to be as safe as possible. But yeah. unfortunately, there's stupid people out there. Yeah. And Well, you know, the other, I mean, you know, the other thing I think is... Um, 
one obviously assault is too many right but or one rape is too many or one beating is too many whatever you want to call it but um i mean i'm not a person as you know to give too much credit to brown too much but um i think you know the numbers are so astronomical when it comes to the trip counts right it's i mean we're talking billions of trips in two years with a b mm -hmm. okay so if i took two billion steps walking somewhere i'm sure i will sprain my ankle or break my leg or fall down and break my hip or something like that to me it's like the numbers are astronomic when it comes to the trip counts but it still shouldn't happen and i think the fact that it's still happening pretty much about the same numbers as it did 2017 2018 because 2020 was a wash year for rideshare right i mean mm -hmm. the pandemic hit march early march nobody was in a car right rideshare yep. numbers dropped almost 80 90 percent so in this report one year is pretty much missing right mm -hmm. so uber says a lot of things taking credit for dropping all the assaults and things like that on this report but you almost have to discount the whole year of 2020 and if you yep. kind of assume that the numbers would have stayed the same i think the report is pretty much a carbon copy of 2017 2018 after yep. i read 78 pages of it so i'm like well, uh I, yeah yeah and i and i th uh, yeah it's a 78 page report so it's it's very substantial um, I think their first one that they did had like a 13 or 16 page. And then the other one, uh, like their full report was also like 67 pages or something. So yeah. it, there's a lot in there. It's a lot of graphs or uh, like infographs and stuff like that. So yeah. it's not like a full typed out 78 pages and we're not going over 78 pages. We're going to no, go no. over like highlights, break down the numbers um, and then a couple other things there. Um, so yeah, I think uh, I think though the biggest thing is in two years when they re release the uh, twenty one and twenty two report, yeah. I think that's where you're going to see a lot because even twenty one, uh, you know, <coughs> until about summer, no, about about April to May yeah. is when things mm -hmm. started picking up. But yep. in about really about August September was when it like kind of got almost back to where it was pre pandemic. So. Yep. 21 is still going to show some some off numbers when it came, yeah. comes down to it but 22 i think is going to be kind of the tall tale and then you can kind of compare you know 2019 to 2022 to actually yeah. see where it's at when it comes to it because right. you know this is this is the big thing right. um, and i wouldn't so, be surprised if it's worse yeah i mean uh, you know it, it, to me is like the the demand is back to where it was pretty much when i drive these days on the weekends mostly um, the demand is there. I mean, you know, it's ping after ping. It's not about the money we're talking here, so I'm not going to touch that subject. But, um, you know, 99.9% .9 of the trips I've done in my rideshare career, if you want to call it that, last six years plus, have been fine. The only problems you get into is obviously when alcohol gets involved and people act more stupid than they are already in real life. <laughs> mm -hmm. Then... <laughs> You know, who knows? I mean, we talked about this on the last episode with Pedro, you know, the three types of drunks, right? I yep. mean, you know, you run into some aggressive drunk, who knows what the heck he's going to do if he gets triggered with something you say. And to us, we always say to drivers, you know, it's not worth it. If you feel unsafe, cancel the ride, move on. And mm -hmm. if a lot of drivers were not desperate enough to cancel and move on and not be afraid of deactivations and things like that, these numbers would probably be lower because, you know, you have to set your own safeguards, right? You know, when you yeah. go pick somebody up late at night, alleys, things like that, you have to look out for yourself. You're in the car by yourself, right? 
yeah so i also like, think that yeah. another that the other thing too is people need to you know not be so quick at the draw if they see an issue and yeah. they're like oh yeah, yeah, yeah and raise yeah. he- their own hell it's like you're escalating that situation yeah. you got to kind of take it to try to de-escalate a situation yeah, you can see you, you know some of these dash cam videos and stuff like that and what you see on the news people just explode out of nowhere at times yep. Yep. and it takes one little thing one yep. little offset and that's what happens so yep. yeah you really gotta you gotta take take uh, a, a smart uh way and approach and try to de-escalate situations absolutely uh, in case something happens and i think we should touch upon you know some of the safety in just a moment but let's let's go right into okay. um this website so this website right here is the is straight from uber it's uber.com uh link is going to be in the show notes in the description here so if you want to check it out uh you can uh this is kind of a nice little breakdown that it has uh right off the bat but this is telling you where the reports are um it's telling you the scope they're saying 99.9 percent of rides ended without any issue 0.0002 percent had a critical safety event and of course, they're going to define critical safety event yeah. different than um, you know just an event in general. But um, you know what? To we... give them to give them credit, uh, Chris, I looked at uh, what the, what the critical safety event includes these days, and obviously, at top of the you know they, they broke it down to five categories, and the mm-hmm. uh, top category being unfortunately rape, and the bottom category being even consensual kiss right so they broke it down to like five different categories and the numbers include all those five categories obviously they have to put that 0.0002 percent out there because it's a minuscule number and it it kind of you know minimizes the damage (laughs) you know in your in your brain when you look at it and also when you look at 99.9 percent you go oh well that's wonderful i mean come on right but mm-hmm. uh, the trip counts as being what they are, which is astronomic. Even with the you know 2020 numbers going down 80%, I mean, they did 1.4 billion rides in those two years. Billion with a B in the US. Billions. I mean, that's re- yeah. that, not miles, not dollars. Trips, individual trips. That's astronomic, right? Yeah. So, and, of course, they have really, to put numbers like that. Yeah. This is also... The U.S. report. So this doesn't yes. include other. Yes. This this isn't Canada, you know, Brazil, any other place. This yeah. is U.S. report numbers only. Well, um, so fifty yeah. percent. By the way, fifty percent Uber business is in the U.S. and fifty percent is globally. It's about fifty fifty. It's about fifty two forty eight. So mm-hmm. so you can take these numbers with a grain of salt, just for the fact that this is just U.S. Um, like Chris said. South and Brazil is a huge Uber market in Europe. England is a huge Uber market, right? So obviously you can say, well, we'll just double the numbers, but I don't think it's going to be that simple. So let's just, you know, separate it and look at it as um, US only. Okay. That's a good point you made there. Yep. And then again, if you wanted to see the full reports right here, 2017, 2018, or the 2019, 2020, again, that's right here. Um, There's some questions. Uh, and then, you know, right here, I kind of wanted to take a couple of uh, moments and talk about some of these when it comes to it. So women's safety, driver safety, rider safety, community guidelines. I think these are huge points that I'm glad that they kind of broke out. Um, so if you go like to, we'll go to women's safety. Um, so they're they're talking about a couple of things that they're doing here. Safety futures, education, 24-7 support, transparency, safety pledge, classifying incidents, 
uh, always trying to improve. Um, you know, they're trying to do what they can as a company. So yeah. like you got to take that 35 or 25 minute rain course or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, same thing on the lift platform. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of things here that if you wanted to look at, uh, you can definitely take a look uh, when it comes to it. But I think the biggest thing, let's talk about driver safety because I'm sure most of the people that are watching are drivers. Um, yeah. So what are the big things to driving with confidence? Um, you know, masks are no longer required. That's kind of a personal choice at this point. I know in yep. certain areas, I think Sergio, you still have a mask policy. Yep. yep. Um, but overall, in the you know the rest of the country or in several parts of the country, there is no masks. Uh, so it's going to be you know again this this whole thing we've seen people go off on masks whether you like it whether you don't. It's not the point. It's 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 about you know just being respectful of other people and being de-escalating de if they feel more comfortable and you are you're the driver and they yep. feel more comfortable with man just just throw it on you know yep. it's only going to be on for the the, the 10 minutes that they're going to be in the car at exactly. So, exactly um exactly. It, it's not like you have to wear it all day long or anything like that um so there's there's a couple of things there same thing with the no front seat policy if you don't want people in your front seat i get that i understand do things about it put something in your front seat because they recommend people sit in the back if it's less than four people um, or a full, I should say less than a full car because of the XL or something. But again, you know, put something there. And if people have a full car, then just take that and put it in the trunk or something. Cause that's going to be a deterrent from people sitting in the front, just yeah. creates space. And it's one of those things that's just enforced without you having to say something, which again, unfortunately can trigger people on a dime like that. So, yeah. um, yeah, things like that. It, yeah, it the thing makes, like the thing the thing I've been doing since they removed the you know front seat policy um, is I mean with the masks I've been going with go with the flow attitude anyway because you know I don't think any I would say fifty percent of the passengers who come in my car are not wearing masks I'm still wearing it and I'm boosted I still got COVID I'm vaxxed all that good stuff but my thing is going to be I'm going to keep wearing it until I feel comfortable not to wear it at all the other thing about the front seat Chris what I do is not only I have something on the front seat, like a jacket or, or you know, bottle of water or whatever, right? I also pull my uh, front passenger seat all the way forward. Number mm -hmm. one, it does a good thing for the passenger who's sitting behind it, gives them a lot more leg room. So they really like it, right? Because mm -hmm. most of the time, like most of the time, only like two max, max three people are going to come in your car. It's very rare that if you do 100 rides, all like uh, 10, 20, 30% are going to be four people jumping in your car on Uber X, right? So when they see the front seat pulled all the way forward, they automatically, their brain goes, okay, I'm going to the back seat, right? Mm -hmm. So to me- And they're going to go, and they're going to yeah. go to that one. Yeah, they're not going to attack my front door, say, oh, try and open it, seeing the front seat is all the way forward, and they're going to see more room, leg room in the back. They go, oh, yeah, I'd rather sit in the back than get squashed mm -hmm. in the front seat. So that's something drivers can do, you know? But I think, I think- um, you know, as a driver, you have to look out for yourself. You know, they can put all the buttons in the app for safety. Those are not automatic. It's you against two, three, sometimes four riders. And like Chris said before, my number one thing always is if I feel like something is going sideways, de-escalate, de-escalate, de-escalate. Only when, it, when push comes to shove, you go GTFO and open the door. But to <laughs> me, it's like, you know, de-escalate, like you said, the ride is 10, 15, 20 minutes max. Not worth it for 10 bucks, 6 bucks, whatever you're going to make. And if you do feel unsafe, you know, cancel the ride. Don't put these people in your car. 
I mean, simple as that. You know, yeah, yeah Uber may exactly. say your cancellation rate is up, this and that. Who gives it? Rat's ass, honestly. It's your yeah. safety. Safety is more important than the 10 bucks you're going to make or finish a quest with that single mm -hmm. ride. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and then Charles, even, okay, even, give one second. Charles Black says, been driving for five years. I had my first critical safety issue. Wow. Two months ago, I was physically attacked. God. I submitted a report to Uber, had a phone conversation. Yep. Unfortunately, you're going to be a statistics in the 2022 report. We, I'm sorry to hear that, but you know, in five years, if that's your first one, I think you're ahead of the curve. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, there is a lot of things Uber can do, obviously. Yeah. I mean, we all know mm. that, right. Uber can put all these safety guard guards on the app passenger, as well as the driver, which they have done. But I still think the amount of vetting that goes into onboarding passengers has to improve. Do you agree? Mm. Because um, there are people that request rides get in my car with some screen names and some shit that I go like, bro, you couldn't, you were too busy to put your personal name in here. You had to put in like some ridiculous, you know, avatar in there. I mean, right. And Uber doesn't care. I mean, you know, you can basically put in yeah. Joe Blow and, and, and put a, get a debit card or a prepaid card and boom, you're a passenger. Yeah. To me, that should well, get tightened I up a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think everybody should have their ID um, onto onto that. Like, I don't need to see it as a driver. I don't care. like if you want to have your own whatever name on there after the fact that if they have something already in place, like they've uploaded some sort of ID, whether it's passport, whether it's you know driver's license, whatever it might be, if they're easily identifiable and there's an issue then that you know that that helps a lot because then you can figure out exactly who it is and i know that they recently did something where you could if you were using like cash payments or or some sort of non credit card payment you'd have to upload yeah. your id but what about all the people who you got to backtrack on now yeah. but then you know what about the people or the accounts that you know might fall through the cracks still so anytime you do that you should be uploading some sort of an id I think, in my opinion, I just agree. something that's going to be easily tra traced back in the event that there is some issue. Um, and then say, uh, going on to with that, um, after that, like, I don't care if you want to put in a fake name. I don't care if, if you want to put in Joe Blow at that point, because then that way I know if there's an issue, you will be identified some way, somehow. Yeah. So I think that's one thing. The other thing, too, is you know, the, the whole system when it comes to, you know, police, when it comes to Uber and Lyft and the, this, uh, this whole, um, like back end thing needs to be much, much better communicated when it comes to police, when it comes to any sort of, of against the law issue, um, because that's another thing. So if something does happen, gets reported to the police and there's a report and they have to, you know, pull information, there's, there's an actual back end that the cops can go in and all this, um, but it's not really well done and not many cops know about it or anything yeah. like this. So, you know, it, it's a failure of communication on both sides of that thing. Yeah. So, well, I mean, you know, again, we're talking billion and a half rides, right? I mean, come on, that's, that's, that's ridiculous amount of miles and open doors, closed doors, pickups and drop-offs. So to me, you know, stuff is going to happen. You have to protect yourself. You're there for you. The cops will come dead last probably by the, to, to come to your aid. And to me, you're the only person that can protect you. Um, I mean, you could, you could have some other 
you know, things you can do, for example, you know, dash cam, right? I mean, that helps. A again, though, if it's not uploading to the cloud right away, you know, you have to, you know, fiddle with it and get your coverage uh, or get mm -hmm. your video out of it, do this, send it to the cops, Uber, whatever, it takes too long. These days they have, you know, dash cams that directly upload, even if you do get assaulted and they grab your camera, get out of your car, thinking that they're safe, they're not gonna be plastered all over the place. Guess what? It's already in the cloud. They're gonna get caught. They're gonna go to jail. So to me, you know, a dash cam that uploads to the cloud is almost like a necessity these days. That's another protection that you could you could have for yourself. Um, but again, billion and a half rise. Let's consider the numbers. They're astronomical. Like I'm not defending Uber, as you most of you know. I bash Uber every chance I get. But on this one, you know, there are dumb people, stupid people, violent people in our society. It happens all the time. I mean. You know, mm -hmm. look at Chicago or look at, uh, you know, the capital, uh, murder capital of the world. I mean, right? Gun violence. I mean, shit happens, man. You know, uh, you can't stop stupid. I mean, stupid is stupid, but then don't escalate. Just de-escalate. Try to de-escalate and push comes to shove. Pull the car over. Grab your phone. Grab your keys. Get the heck out. Call 911. Because yeah. that, that safety button on the for the 911 button at Uber, I don't think works that well. So here are the numbers. Let's um, let's talk about the numbers. Um, this is the 2019-2020 safety report highlights. It's 78 pages. We broke it down to maybe 12 items, um, which are the important things. So first mm -hmm. line, 78 page report covers the years 2019-2020. Um, 141 reports of rape in 2020, down from 247 in 2019. That seems like 50% less, except that 2020, there almost was no ride share starting February, March, mm -hmm. because pan the pandemic hit and everybody was on lockdown countrywide, basically. So that number I'm taking with a grain of salt. If you included the full 2020 numbers, basically, let's look at it this way. Um, down from 247 in 2019, okay? Even, I mean, 2020, there was no ride share business, pretty much 80% down, yes? So mathematically, if you, the first three months of the year, and it was busy, obviously, on Uber and Lyft, but this is just Uber, by the way, people. Lyft hasn't disclosed any of these numbers yet. Um, 141 reports of rape in 2020, which nine months of 2020 was basically null. You know what I mean? 80% down. On the right share side. So if you extrapolate that, if it was a full year like 2019, actually 141 would have been easily doubled, if not more, for 2020. I mean, in 2019, 247, 2020, basically blank year, 141. So in the first three months, a lot of stuff went wrong. To me, mm -hmm. you know, uh, like this report, I'm, I'm glad that they put it out, by the way, Chris, but. Uh, I, I even actually they put the report out late because they blamed the pandemic with it. Um, so to me, yeah, I mean, numbers are not regressing. Actually, it, if you took the whole 2020 together, it may have been higher. So the next line, 3,824 reports of sexual assault down from this is Uber's sentences, not mine. I just cut and pasted it. 3,824 reports of sexual assault down from 5,981 recorded in 2017, 2018. Again, fine less by 36 percent according to uber but that does not include 2020 
So it, it does include the first two, three months of 2020. And whoever drove rideshare, you know, as an emergency driver, taking nurses and doctors to the doctors for like to the hospitals for nine months, you know, of 2020, because the whole country was locked down and a lot of states were on full lockdown. So, again, the numbers are less, but, you know, 2020 the is other not thing, in there. The, the one thing I'd like to see them actually break down, and this is something that we could probably break down, too is out of the total number of trips yeah. you actually find the percentage so kind of like how what we did for our, our dash cam giveaway with yep. the yep. earnings ratio yep. percentage i would like to see because you you can you can skew statistics one way or the other Absolutely. when you actually get the full breakdown so if we want to see was it let's say 0.014% from you know 2017 2018 yeah. But because you got to remember, it's scaled up rides. Yeah. And so there were there were more rides that were given in, you know, 2019 than there were in 2018 or 2017 as Uber had expanded and grew. Yeah. 2020, again, was a fluke year. But, you know, all the way up until about March 20th, for the most part, yeah. um, April 1st, right in that range. So you have three full months, at yeah. least in the, the entire country where everything yeah. was still open, everything was yeah. good to go. Yeah. So you're, you, when you break that down, what about the percentage from actual rides given for that year to, to a reported incident? Exactly. And then I think you would actually know, okay, is this you know, less in 2020 because of the pandemic? Or, and it would have just been at that same number going forward. And that's why they're they're kind of putting these these numbers where it's like well, in 2019, yeah, 2020. I, I agree. Or, with you. So so yeah, that that's yeah. one one thing. I, well, I what really they could have done, what they could have done is statistically, if you want to look, compare apples to apples, because honestly, 2020 cannot be compared to any year for anything. To be honest with you, because this is the first time we had a pandemic since the Spanish flu in the 20s, right? So we have we have nothing yeah. to compare it to. But what they could have done, Chris, is that. They said 141 reports are raped in 2020, right? So we know nine months, let's take out all the nine months, right? They could have given us a breakdown of 2020. First three months of 2020 compared to the first three months of 2019, right? Because that's full on first three months of 2020 versus 2019. And then the next nine months of 2019 compared to 2020, because there was no right share in the next nine months. Uh, after well, March on 2020. So that may have been a little bit of better breakdown, but I don't know. Yeah, but let, let, look at that last number or look at that last sentence there. It says our numbers lower due to the pandemic. Trip counts fell to 650 million yep. in 22 from 1.4 billion in 2019. Yep. Yep. So if you look at that, those two numbers, 65 to 1.4 billion, that is a what, 46%? 45, or yeah, 45, right 46%, right, right. So if you look at the these other numbers, so let go back to the 141 and the yeah. 247. Yeah. That is, you know, well, again, 46 percent, yeah, 46 percent higher on 141 would have been like 210, 220. So basically, right yeah. in that range of 247. I agree with what you're saying. And the same yeah. thing would have been with the numbers at 3824 versus 5981. You put 40 mm -hmm. percent on 3824 or 50 percent, that would be like right at the 5980 or 5700 number. So the numbers really did not change that much, but the pandemic obviously threw a kink in, in the armor here. So to me, it's like, yeah, I think mm -hmm. I think they could have done a little bit better. But again, I, I, Mark, you know, look, I mean, they're going to make this look as good as 
they can for themselves. I mean, this is done by Uber, and they're not going to go, oh, yeah, uh, if we extrapolate this to that, you know, it would have been the same. Of course, they're not going to say that. You know, mm. in the whole report, every chance you saw that as well, every chance you get, they're like down 36%, down 50%, down. They all said down. Everything. Well, it's down, mm. but what about the pandemic nine months? So anyway, but yeah. I think, yeah, so... Passengers accused of sexual assault, 43% versus 47 Drivers, so basically, <laughs> sexual assault is not a laughing matter. It's like, I don't know why people, I mean, seriously, come on, Ben. Um, mm -hmm. 40, it's almost 50-50, you know, between drivers, guilty parties, I mean, between drivers and passengers. Yeah, um, and that yeah. that's very similar to, to the first report too. Yeah, I think it was forty. Yeah. I think it was forty three percent for for passengers, and then I think it was forty six for drivers. Yeah, um, same so thing. It's, it's yeah. pretty much the same numbers from yeah. from the first report to the second report. But again, you know, it, it, no laughing matter. It's not something. Oh man, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah, twenty fatalities as a result of physical assaults. You know, I think that's a low number. But then again. You got to accept one what they say. One is though, when you look at it. One is way too many, of course. But um, that's what we talked about right before when we started it, right? 20 seems like a low number because, honestly, every week I hear something this year that is happening. So that's already past 20, you know, between killings and shootings and stabbings and whatever. Um, mm -hmm. So I don't know. And uh, the next one, it says 101 motor vehicle fatalities from accidents. That number is up, actually. Uh, about by 16 to 18%, according to Uber. But they said the reason they, they blamed that to the, they said it's still down, it's less than the national average when it comes to motor vehicle fatalities by miles driven in the, in the report, which is great. That means drivers are taking it easy, not flying around. But 101 was higher than 2017, 2018 report. And on that one, they blamed the, blamed the pandemic, say, they literally said this. This is in the report. They said the freeways were wide open. People were just speeding a lot more. I'm going oh, like, boy. yeah, literally, this is exactly the quote. And they, I, well, I, I'm not buying that. But anyway, so 101 um, fatalities. 99.9% .9 of trips com completed, not competed. I messed up on that one <laughs> without problems. Uh, yes, it's true. It, that's valid for me. But all you need is that 0.1 for your life to change forever. Yep. You don't want that. 91% of victims of rape were riders, unfortunately. 9% were drivers, super unfortunately. 81% mm -hmm. of rape victims were women. 19% of victims were men. And that 19% is up by 50% on their report. So I'm going like, really? Okay. Um, look, for the last three years, since 2019, there has been a lot of decent changes in the app. I'm not going to deny it. They put a lot of, uh, um, you know, safety tools in the driver app as well as the passenger app. They've done a decent job, but I don't think it's helping that much because they're on a delay or some sort of, you know, I don't know. Um, so okay, if we can, go, yeah, those are the reports. CNN ran one, New York Times ran one. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, if you can go back to the previous slide, Chris, for a second. Which one? The period with the numbers, the previous one. That one. Right. So yeah, Uber touts its newly implemented safety measures like continuous background checks, which removed eighty thousand drivers from the platform. That is true. They're running. They used to run less frequent background checks. Now they run it literally every three to six months. 
and picture taking obviously that's that has definitely accelerated i can see that on my app for myself um and that's quite a bit of drivers eighty thousand. but considering there is about a million and a half uber drivers in the us currently that sounds like two percent which is whatever um other safety programs implemented like follow my ride for drivers and passengers i like that feature actually once in a while if i don't feel straight i will click the button and then my ride is being followed and it, it definitely goes to the uh, law enforcement, by the way. So they're following your ride as well. Emergency, emergency 911 tab on the app for the passenger and for the driver. I don't think that's working that well. That poor lady who got shot in the head last year, or I think it was this year, um, she tried it, but it did not work. And share location with law enforcement. Yeah, share location works. Now, the, they're doing it automatically these days on the Lyft platform. And um, I think they're just really basically mapping roads on your back to be honest with you so those are you know those are positive things but again i cannot emphasize enough you are in your own car you have to look out for yourself bottom line you mm -hmm. can't count on uber you can't count on lyft to do the work for you you are yep. the first line of defense so yeah the, that's pretty much the breakdown of the report let's uh let's wrap this up with yep. You know, a couple of different uh, safety tips when it comes to driver safety and when it comes to rider safety. Um, we'll go over both of those then now. Um, yeah. I think we'll, we'll, we'll end this for today. But again, that's the numbers. And if you want to see the numbers, the full report, the website that we were kind of scrolling through earlier, again, link is going to be in the description below so you can check that out. Um, let's start with the, the passenger side of things yeah. and safety that passengers can do when it comes to these rides. Um, yeah. The first thing I'm going to say for passengers is make sure when you order a ride that you are looking to see who it is that is your driver. Make sure you look at the license plate, the car, the driver, make sure everything's good. If something seems off or it doesn't seem right, uh, then, you know, at that point, just, you know, figure it out, cancel the ride, whatever it is. Don't go in that car if it's not the right person. Uh, because every time I go up to to a, a car, or I'm sorry, every time I go pick somebody up and they're coming in the car, there's probably, I'd say, only about 10% that actually look at the plate. Everybody else just assumes that it's their car because it looks 100%. like a Jeep. There it is. Let's just get in. But that's... Yeah, that's um, so verify who your who your car is. You can check the map. You You know if they're right there or not. So if you see them a block away, you know, that's going to be... Uh, a kind of a giveaway again yeah. checking everything around um if you don't feel necessarily safe it's always yeah. good to have two people especially if uh you're going to you know a bar or from a bar that's the big thing um you know business daytime it's a little bit different um at least in my opinion my thoughts when it comes down to it but yeah if you do those couple of things um verify your your driver but the big thing that you can do too that nobody does is the pin if you put yeah. if you set that pin code, you're going to know that that's the correct driver that you're getting paired with, and you know that they've been vetted on the platform. And you know, yeah, unfortunately, things happen where you know things fall through the cracks and that. But um, that's a big thing. Second thing, if you get any weird feelings, just as drivers, if you get any yeah. weird feelings about that particular ride, that particular driver, don't get in. Um, you know, use use your use your head, um, yeah. and you know. Uh, ladies out there, uh, you know, carry some safety equipment. 
you know, mace and, and things like that, you know, get the spray or get, I'm sorry, get the, uh, the gel, not the spray. Cause if you spray it in a car, it'll affect you too. Um, get the, yeah. get stuff that's going to be more straight on. Um, so if you have to spray it in a car, but, or I mean, you know, Chris, like you said, I think the most important thing I know for a fact, look, uh, there are people who lease their IDs out to guys that drive mm -hmm. for them. I mean, look, it happens all it's fraud. Shouldn't be done. Don't do it, please. Yep. Uh, dangerous for everybody because you get in a crash with a fake uh, driver in your car on your ID, you're screwed for life. Okay. I guarantee you that. I don't care what kind of insurance you have. But the most important thing, if there's a psycho out there who's going to go out bar, bar hours, drunk hours, and pick up women and try to rape them or sexually assault them, right? You hit the nail on the head. This guy can fake anything. He can put a mask on because of COVID. You don't know half his face, what he looks like. Yes, your picture as a driver is on the app. As a passenger, you can look at the picture and try to verify, try to verify name. All these things are useless. But this person who has crime in their mind as a driver cannot go fake a license plate, period. That is it. You, you as a passenger, don't even look, go anywhere else. Go to the back of the car, look at the license plate, because some of them don't put it in the front. But you have to have a license plate. If the license plate mm -hmm. does not match the one in your app, you know, because the driver can say, oh, yeah, I just changed cars, but Uber didn't update it in the app. There's all kinds of bullshit they can pull on the passenger. You know what I mean? The only thing they cannot fake is the license plate. I mean, yep. and, the if pin, and if you set the pin code up. The pin code, yeah. But if you, most people, you know, don't know the pin code, but most passenger anyway. But license plate, you cannot fake. And you're not going to go into the lengths of getting a fake license plate to match the Uber passenger app i mean come on right i mean unless you're that desperate that you're going to go commit a crime you might as well do it somewhere else instead of an uber car so mm -hmm. to me first thing last thing check the license plate and when it comes to the driver my guidelines i always tell people to do anytime i'm picking up irregardless even if drunk hours dark early morning whatever it is my doors are locked period you are mm -hmm. not getting in my car. I don't care what kind of rush you're in. You're going to spend 20 seconds. I'm going to put my passenger window down halfway so they cannot reach in, maybe not even halfway. Confirm their identity. Confirm the name. And if it doesn't match, you see my tailpipes. If you're stumbling towards my car about to sleep on my hood, you see my tailpipes. To me, that's the number one thing, especially if you're doing drunk hours. And like, you know, in L.A., I'm in L.A. on Sunset, there is 50 people looking 50 Ubers. First, mm -hmm. you, could get a, you could get the wrong passenger in the car. Forget the safety part. You'll be halfway to the destination, and then they figure out you're, you, that's not your passenger. Now you're in a whole bunch of a mess, right? Put the window down. Take 20 extra seconds. It's okay. Confirm. Then start your ride. So I couldn't exactly. be more put, couldn't put more emphasis on that as a driver. And as a passenger, we said license plate, so that's it. Yeah, dash cam is another thing. Absolutely, um, that's a necessary thing. You know, I've seen people in, in our live chat. I've seen people in comments that they're like, "Oh, I've driven for uh, X amount of years and uh, never had had a dash camera." And you know, it, that's the thing. You don't need a dash cam until you need one, and yep. it's better to have one, not need it, than not have it and need it. Absolutely. Um, so that's a big thing. And you know, as as you had said just a little bit ago. Yes, that is a big thing to have, uh, is something to have, you know, recording to the cloud. If you yeah. can't get the ones that are recording or you have one already that's just recording to an SD card. The other thing that I recommend to, uh, to drivers is, you know, make sure you can grab your key, like 
if you have a problem and you need to get out of your car as soon as you can, you know, run through it a couple of times where you take your keys out of the car, you take your phone and even reach for your dash camera. If you have the ability do it when you're not actually having rides, just do it, you know, muscle memory. Exactly. Make it muscle memory. Right. Doesn't matter. Exactly. You make make muscle memory in the event. There's some issue. You just automatically do that. So if you got to grab your dash camera to get everything, get the hell out of there. That is exactly what you got to do. And if you got to look like a fool doing it and you're, you, you know, if you got kids or parents and you're like, what are you doing? You, it's, it's just smarter to have that. Um, and then another thing, and I recommend this for all people is, you know, some sort of defensive class and don't yep. go to stupid defensive classes that don't teach you uh, true actual um, yep. things because, you know, some of these women's defense classes are an absolute joke. And they'll be like, oh, yeah, you could bring a full-grown guy down and, and whatever it might be. Gonna I'm going to tell you right now, there's no effing way half of those things are even going to bring somebody down, let alone like another person the same size as, as a yeah. woman uh, to another woman or, you know, small yeah. guy or something like that. But the thing is, you want to take true defense courses. Um, you know, there's like car safety cl- uh, classes that are out there that you can yeah. kind of... Um, check out and make sure but i mean um, you know all of this all this is unnecessary if you honestly just like you said make it muscle memory really practice it how fast can you grab your key and your phone and get out of your car and you Mm -hmm. know park park pull up in a gas station there is a gas station at every corner they're all lit up 24 hours a day well lit up place that you can actually run into the gas station ask for help if there is no other help that you can find um to me well lit up place pull up jump out of that car with your phone and keys and let them chase you. If they chase you, you know, get into the gas station, try look for help. But to me, there are things that you can do. And look, if stuff's going to go sideways and that's your destiny, man, it is, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. But look out for yourself. There is nobody but you to help you. And I had one question here on this says, uh, sailing Al Azul says, um, you know, ultimately, let me see, it says, what can we do at the end? Man, you know, you can do all the safeguards. Obviously, there's no guns allowed, according to Uber, as a defense uh, tactic. Um, you know, the bad guy could have one, a knife. Uh, yeah, pepper spray is legal in some states. But, you know, I hope none of this happens to any of our viewers because it is a life-changing event. You don't want any of this for six, eight bucks. But, you know, have the safeguards up, have your, have your, you know, work your defense tools to your max. That's your phone. That's your dash cam. That's how fast you can grab your keys and get the heck out of Dodge. That's it. Mm -hmm. The rest is up to God. Honestly, if it's going to happen, bro, it's going to happen. But hopefully nothing. The other thing, too, is a majority of these, I'm sure they don't have the time, but I'm sure are during drunk hours. So if... You have a problem, you know, if you want to be on the safer side, the chances of anything happening during the day is much lower than at night yes. Um, yes. or during drunk hours, especially um, anything like that. Um, it's going to be much safer. So it's just being aware of not only your surroundings, your immediate surroundings, but what you can do as a whole when it comes to, yep. you know, driving, being safe out there and all of that. Uh, okay. so anything any last words then to say with that no be safe out there there yeah, you go be safe uh if you have any other questions put them in happy the comments fourth. be safe this happy is a big fourth. weekend yeah. there's gonna be a lot of drunks out there so be safe out there
All right. Thank you for hanging out, everybody. And we will see you next time. Yes. Goodbye.